What if you could have a career where the opportunities are as vast as our nation, where it's not about mission statements, but a shared mission? At U.S. Customs and Border Protection, we go beyond to protect more than borders, from ship to shore, air to ground, cities to local communities. CBP agents and officers are keeping people safe. Join U.S. Customs and Border Protection and go beyond for something far greater than yourself. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. I highly recommend that you go to the website, davidpaulmusic.com. Check out the calendar for a great night of entertainment. And uh, thank you for being with us, and we'll see you next week. You're listening to KCAA, Loma Linda, California. The best station in the nation. Your NBC Sports Radio update starts now. An overseas win for the Giants. I'm Jeff Nathanson checking the NFL scoreboard one final into NBC Sports Radio from London. It was earlier today the Giants over the LA Rams by a score of 17 to 10. Eli Manning 196 yards passing in this one, but not a lot of offense. The Giants had just 36 rushing yards as a team. However, some of those came on this run by Rashad Jennings. Manning goes around, tells everybody what he wants. Now he's back under his center. Hands it off. Jennings searching ahead, and Rashad Jennings is in. His first rushing touchdown of the season, and it gives the Giants their first lead of the game. It's 16-10 with 9.23 left to the fourth. And with an extra point, it would be 17-10, to 10, and that's the way it ended. And that's Westwood 1 with a call on that one from London. Case Keenum tossed four interceptions for the Rams in the loss. Let's go to games in progress right now. Drew Brees just connected into the flat to Mark Ingram. Ingram took it across the goal line. The Saints are still down seven in Kansas City. It's 21-14, to 14, Kansas City. That is in the third quarter of play right now. The Eagles are leading the Vikings 11-3 is the score in that one in Philadelphia. Started the third quarter there. Colts 17, Titans 13, early third. It's the Bengals 28 and the Browns 17. Cody Kessler out with a concussion for the Browns. Kevin Hogan out of Stanford in at quarterback. He also had a 28-yard touchdown run in this one. Bengals Andy Dalton has a couple of touchdown passes so far in the contest. Other scores and highlights. Lions lead the Redskins 10-3. That's in the third. Also in Q3, it's the Bills 10 and the Dolphins 6. Raiders leading the Jags 20-9. That's in the third. And the Ravens leading the Jets 16-14 in the third. Geno Smith was in. Now he's out with an injury for the rest of that game. This is NBC Sports Radio. This is KCAA. Why should you vote Democrat in San Bernardino County? Because Democrats have delivered. 
while Republicans in Washington were busy obstructing the president at every turn and taking record-length vacations, Democrats in California were working, working to make our county and our state a great place to live. Democrats like Congressman Pete Aguilar helping to actually rebuild San Bernardino by securing $2.8 million for our local law enforcement. Under Democratic-led California, our state is enjoying unprecedented prosperity. We're now the sixth largest economy in the world. Classrooms are being properly funded, jobs are being created, and more new business has come to our state. Under Kamala Harris, California has gotten tougher on crime. On November 8th, vote for Hillary Clinton and vote for local Democrats who are working hard to serve the people first. For more info, go to SanBernardinoDemocrats.com. That's SanBernardinoDemocrats.com. Rialto, Sierra Lakes, Fontana voters. Vote Ed Kilgore for Director of San Bernardino Valley Water District, Division One. Ed has actually lowered taxes four times, lowered payrolls by 25%, and helped achieve the lowest wholesale water rates in the state. Hi, I'm Ed Kilgore. We need to rethink our manner of treating water. We can't conserve our way out of this drought. We need more reservoirs and retention bases while protecting endangered species. For more info, go to VoteEdKilgore.com. That's VoteEdKilgore.com. Paid for by Ed Kilgore for Water District. Thinking about buying a home or maybe just refinancing? Let the mortgage voice Jeff Barton guide you. And I think if people get the expectation going into the process, there's less likely to be freaking out at the end about what's happening. The Mortgage Voice, Saturday at 3 p.m. and Sundays at noon here on KCAA 1050 AM and 106.5 FM. The PGA Tour champions are coming to Sherwood Country Club. The PowerShares QQQ Championship kicks off the inaugural Charles Schwab Cup playoffs October 28th through 30th. Get up close to the greatest names in golf. The tournament is proud to give back to the local community through the Buy Now Give Back Matching Ticket Program. Tickets start at just $29, and military members and kids under 18 get in free. Visit PowerSharesQQQChampionship.com to get your tickets today. Catch Gary Garver live Thursday at 8 a.m. It's time for the KCAA Community Calendar, brought to you exclusively by Learn for Life, a growing network of public charter schools. The clear mission of Learn for Life is to motivate and mentor students who have dropped out of school and provide them with the personalized education and technical training necessary to advance their lives. From the KCAA Community Calendar, I'm Mark Westwood. Everyone's talking about Third Thursdays in San Bernardino. Yes, rediscover City of San Bernardino's Third Thursday Food Fest. Switch up your lunchtime routine and try the gourmet food truck Third Thursday from 11 a.m. to 2 p.m. at the Court Street parking lot between E&D Streets in downtown San Bernardino. Enjoy delicious, tasty food from food trucks such as My Delight Cupcakery. Taste some of the delicious cousin's Main Lobster, JoJo's Grilla Dog, and you can't leave out baby's badass burgers. All kinds of mouth-watering delights, hot off the trucks, and plenty to eat. Put an end to dull, boring fast food and truck on over to City Hall in downtown San Bernardino for the third Thursday Food Fest. And don't forget to check out Rediscover San Bernardino's Facebook page at facebook.com backslash SB Third Thursdays. That's T-H-I-R-D Thursdays. And that's a look at the KCA Community Calendar. I'm Mark Westwood. The KCAA Community Calendar is presented exclusively by Learn for Life, a growing network of public charter schools where students can complete their education on a part-time basis. To find a resource center nearest you, call 1-877-360-LEARN or visit Learn for Life online at learn4life.org. 
Hello, this is Deputy Sheriff Paul Schrader. With principal, leadership, experience matters, Mike Safey is your first choice for Redland City Council and first on the ballot. I've known Mike Safey for years. He's a business owner, family man, and your first choice for Redland City Council. When it comes to public or private service, Mike Safey has the experience in both worlds. Mike Safey has been a CEO for 20 years, owned a small business, employed dozens of people, and serves in key supervising roles for public safety and special investigations for the county. Mike's assisted an $80 million transportation and $110 million flood control budgets. Mike's a longtime community activist, contributes to our community of Redlands, and is the right choice on November 8th. Mike Safey is your first choice for Redlands City Council on the ballot. For more info, go to votemikesafey.com. That's votemikesafey.com. I'm Mike Safey, and I approve this message. Hey, Sexy Liberals, come on and see Mama John Fugelsang and Frangela in the last Sexy Liberal show of the year. Filmed at L.A.'s Saban Theater, Fathom Events is giving you the best seat in the house at theaters nationwide for just one night, Monday, November 7th. That's the night before what may be the most important election of our lives. KCAA is giving away some tickets right now. Go to winwithkcaa.com for your chance to win a pair of tickets and bring your friends, family, heck, anyone you know to the Fathom Events Sexy Liberal show and get ready to vote. Hey, you. Yeah, you. Do you know where you are? Well, you've done it now. You're listening to KCAA Loma Linda, your CNBC news station. So expect the unexpected. Welcome to The Mortgage Voice with Jeff Barton, your voice in the mortgage industry. Each week on this program, Jeff and his guests share their expertise, personal anecdotes, and the latest industry news to keep you in the loop. Now to provide you with insight and help you navigate the consistently changing world of real estate lending, here is your host for The Mortgage Voice, Jeff Barton. Welcome, everybody. I am Jeff Barton, your voice in the mortgage industry. 888-713-2929 is our telephone number. MalibuFunding.net is our Internet address. If you go there and see all the terrific people we have working for us, as well as the programs, the layout of the company, and what we try to do to help you either in your refinance or purchase. There is a lot of great activity in the market right now. Rates are obviously still low, although they have come up uh, 50 basis points, which for all intents and purposes means about a half a point in terms of the mortgage-backed securities on the back end. But translating to your mortgage rate has only really affected it about a quarter point off the lows. So you can still get a 30-year fixed mortgage uh, conforming under 417000 for around 3.5%, which is awesome, excellent. And you should be on the phone right now or at least on the Internet searching for companies you can trust, people you want to do business with uh, on our particular website. Uh, and by the way, our email address is info at malibufunding.net and certainly on Facebook. Go to Facebook, type in Home Loans colon Malibu Funding. Uh, you'll see some great information there, way to get in contact with us uh, on our profiles page on our website at malibufunding.net. As I mentioned, you can see a number of great people who work for Malibu Funding. We're in seven different states, soon to be eight or nine. Uh, we've been in as many as 15, and as the market fluctuates where loans are done and where they're not done, we tend to uh, shave or add different states. But certainly Southern California, Northern California, all of California is a terrific place. We're going to have some 
uh, information for you about both programs uh, from uh, uh, Kim Soash over at Homebridge, as well as Julie Peisner, who is a great real estate agent up in the Bay Area uh, for Paragon Real Estate on the show a little bit later to talk about that. Uh, One of our new social media people to talk about how um, you can get into promoting what you do through Facebook or through LinkedIn, a number of other social media, um, Anthony uh, Garibay, and he's been on the show once before, and he does some work for Malibu Funding. So we've got a great show for you. Wanted to get into a little bit of news to use right now. One of the things that I thought was pretty interesting is I saw nine cities in the U.S. where home prices have doubled in the last five years. Home prices as a result of um, 2010 till 2016 or 2011 to 2016 there has been a tremendous rebound in real estate prices in a lot of the countries some of the countries lagging obviously there's still a great deal of um, property in states uh, that uh, or and states like Nevada and certainly Florida uh, certainly out in um, Colorado and possibly Michigan some of these states have still been hard hit and the prices have yet to come back but in these places, which I'm going to uh, tell you about, the top 10 places in the country and their percentages of how much they have increased in price over the last five years. Number 10, Merced, California. Merced, California up 80% in um, the last five years, which is pretty amazing. Uh, Carson City, Nevada. San Francisco, Oakland. If you can believe it, five years ago, prices were astounding. And I want to ask Julie about this when I have her on the show. But it's almost doubled. Uh, in the last five years, up in uh, San Francisco, Oakland, Hayward, California, uh, Stockton, California, of course, up 87%. Las Vegas and Henderson, a lot of people think that uh, Nevada uh, is still underwater. Well, a lot of Nevada used to be underwater, but not anymore. Uh, they've increased their prices so much so that 88% of them have almost doubled in value. Um, up in Bend, Oregon, I don't know if anybody knows about Bend. That's where um, I think uh, Oregon State is. Uh, university and uh, their prices have gone up 92 percent in Vallejo Fairfield California where is Vallejo do you know where that is uh, yeah it's, it's in northern California uh, near the Sierras okay so it's another place uh, up in uh, Vallejo in Fairfield 92.5 percent the property values have increased over the last five years that's 20 percent a year that's that's a pretty hefty rise. Yeah, that's good. That's good. That's pretty good. I don't know if it's sustainable or, or why that's good. And then another place in Nevada, Reno, Nevada, up almost 100%, 98%. The biggest little city in the world. The biggest little city. And what's across the uh, the lake from Reno? Across the lake from, well, I mean on the other. It's lake Tahoe. Lake Tahoe, yeah. Exactly. Yeah. So what you're talking about. To the about, south, yeah. Exactly. One of the premier vacation spots in this part of the world. Number two ski destination in the country. Reno, Nevada. Uh, Lake Tahoe. Lake Tahoe. Yeah. Okay. Well, I know that uh, the snowfall up there has been spectacular. I even think they're going to start to get snow very soon. We what about already that, have. That freak rainstorm we had a couple days ago. Oh, Unbelievable, yeah. right? Oh, crazy. Uh, really crazy. Crazy. That of, that, of course, is from some tropical storm that uh, came out of uh, a typhoon that came off the coast of Japan and hit up in Portland, Oregon, oh, about three days ago. And uh, we got a, a tail end of that rain, and it was pretty spectacular because we never get rain this time of year. We don't expect it, and then it shows up. It, it's, it's unbelievable. So as you can tell, around the country, especially the places where Malibu Funding does some business, we've had great appreciation in value in homes, and I think that's important for you to understand. Although we have an, a, an amazing opportunity here right now with rates being exactly the lowest or pretty close to the lowest that it's been ever. Uh, that you can still 
have affordable housing. And one of the things that I want to come to next is the affordability of um, houses and some of the best cities for affordability in America. This is list day here on uh, the show, uh, The Mortgage Voice. Uh, and uh, I'm, I'm quoting you some terrific lists that I got off Mortgage News today. And it was just interesting to go through these so that you can understand kind of nationally what's happening and certainly the top 10 cities of the most affordable cities in the U.S. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Uh, most of them are not in California. However, if you are retiring and you wanted to get to a place where your money is stretching as far as it can in pretty um, urban areas, uh, number 10. And, and some of these places, i got to be honest, I've never heard of. So please, if you're, if you're out there and listening to me and you're thinking... Uh, nope, don't know that one. Well, you're not alone. So anyway, top 10, number 10 on the list, Elizabethtown slash Fort Knox, Kentucky. Yes? This is pretty rustic. Yes, it is. It, it, I think it's very rustic. But the medium price home, uh, the income is $61,000, medium price income, and the home prices there are $128,000. That's pretty reasonable, pretty affordable. It was interesting. There was an interview with Dolly Parton uh, on Jimmy Kimmel uh, about a week and a week and a half ago, and they were talking about Dollywood, and, and she right. was talking about bringing jobs back to Pigeon Pass or Pigeon wherever, Poke pigeon or, whatever, or whatever, Pigeon Hole, <laughs> wherever it was that she grew up. And uh, yeah, the industry is is not really strong in, in that area, but. Right. Uh, you know, there's got to be something to help support the, 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 the comfortable living and the, and the housing prices. Well, I think in some places in the U.S., California is tough because everybody wants to move here. It's nice weather. Obviously, that's the draw. And uh, being next to the ocean and, you know, there's just something about driving down the highway in January. It's 75 degrees with the top down. That's very attractive to people in North Dakota. Tell me you haven't called somebody in another <laughs> part of the country and tell them you're playing golf on Christmas Day. You just know I have. Everybody I know does that you it. have. Okay, number nine is Saginaw, Michigan. Okay, and where the home price, uh, medium home price, is ninety-one thousand. We have uh, Sierra Vista, Douglas, Arizona, hundred nineteen thousand. Wheeling, West Virginia. I love that song, don't you? Wheeling, West Virginia. Isn't that Billy Joel? Yes, it's. Yep. Yeah, it's exactly a Billy Joel song. Anyway, their medium price is one hundred six thousand. Monroe, Michigan. A couple of Michigans here at one hundred thirty-two thousand. Uh, Binghamton, New York, New York, where I went to school, just down the street in Elmira, New York. Yeah, been there, done that. Uh, exactly. Yeah. They call it the triple cities up there: Vestal, yeah. Binghamton, and Elmira. I went to, I flew into Binghamton and went to Sydney. Where's that? New York. Yeah, it's up the bend of peace from uh, being... It's up the bend of peace. Yes, yeah. very upstate uh, phraseology. Anyway, they're $95,000 homes. Davenport, Rock Island, Indiana, and Illinois, uh, 105000 home price. And Fairbanks, Alaska, at 242000 242, That doesn't sound cheap. And there's some penalties that come with living yes, in Alaska. Yes, exactly. Yeah. You get August 1st is your summer, and then you have winter. Uh, Cumberland, Maryland is number two on the list at 79000 affordability. Sounds nice. I like Maryland. Very nice place. And, of course, Kokomo, Indiana, uh, weighing in at the number one 
most affordable city in America at $103,000 for their price. Anyway, we've uh, gone through a couple of lists here. I hope they've been interesting for you. Certainly when we look at prices and trends here locally, we tend to get lost as to uh, what's really affordable and what's really going on in the rest of the country and what's really going on back there in the rest of the country. If you're a retired person and you're looking to stretch your dollar, these are some excellent places where you can go. I'm Jeff Barton, your voice in the mortgage industry. We'll be right back. You're listening to The Mortgage Voice with Jeff Barton. We'll be right back with more in just a moment. For more information on today's topic, email Jeff Barton at info at malibufunding.net. Now, back to The Mortgage Voice with your host, Jeff Barton. Welcome back, everybody. I'm Jeff Barton, your voice in the mortgage industry. Telephone number here is 888-713-2929. And I want you to pick up the phone and give us a call. Uh, We're talking all things real estate and mortgages for purchases and refinances. Uh, We're... Vast, uh, fastly approaching the presidential election, and hopefully soon after that, we'll probably get into mortgage rate hikes. So if you're thinking about um, volatility in the market, if you're thinking about what's going to happen if you can or can't afford something, now is probably the best time to get in the market, uh, whereby we're seeing rates hold steady and we're seeing real estate prices actually flatten out in some areas. One of the places where I think we've seen uh, some of the prices, although it's a very, very expensive city uh, up in San Francisco. Today with us again is uh, Julie Peisner from Paragon Real Estate. Julie, how are you? I'm well, thank you. Okay, excellent. Uh, let's just get right into it. And you are correct. It is flattening in some neighborhoods. Okay, great. Um, uh, for, the, for the listening audience, uh, we have, as you know, a very broad and now three different stations here in the Inland Empire, Southern California area that can uh, carry the signal to uh, many millions of different people, uh, relatives both up and down the coast uh, and coming from uh, different areas of the country looking at San Francisco. Where are some of the areas that you would consider mm, maybe not as fast a rise or a flattening that might be something you could take a look at if you were making over a million bucks a year? Well... How's over that? a million How's bucks that? a year. Oh, <laughs> we could talk. Okay, yeah, exactly. If you're making over a million, we could talk. <laughs> I've got some inventory. Excellent. Okay, um, very good. So for those of us that don't make that, what, what, what's, what's happening well, there? Well, what, what's interesting is that, you know, since the market really picked up um, in, you know, 2012, right. there were certain parts of this, like the more popular neighborhoods, they led the whole city out of the recovery. Yep. Um, and so they went crazy, as did the tech boom. So those neighborhoods went way, 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 way up. And then as the market started to become more challenging for people to get into those neighborhoods, then people start moving out to, I wouldn't even say the less popular neighborhood, it's just, you know, further outside of the of core of the city center. Okay. Now, those neighborhoods have become the most competitive neighborhoods because, you know, prices are somewhat less expensive than they are in closer to the city center. So the neighborhoods that were once white hot, let's say, are now softening. But, you know, again, the, the, we're talking about San Francisco prices. So right. still the average in many of these neighborhoods is they're, you know, close to a thousand a square foot or more. However, mm-hmm. there is more inventory and especially in certain market segments like the 
kind of the million dollar to a million and a half condo range where there's new construction, there is a lot of inventory and we are seeing a lot of price reductions. Now, again, are these affordable? Well, it depends on who your, <laughs> your buyers are. Of course. But that is where the market is starting to cool down. It's still hot in neighborhoods where you're trying to get into a single-family home under a million dollars. Okay, and how many um, neighborhoods like that are there left? Uh, in There are a handful. <laughs> right, right, okay, a handful is good. And these are condos, right? These are not single-family homes, are it they? Depends. Okay. It depends. If, you, if you're on the south side of the city, almost bordering um, the peninsula, Daly City area, where you're, you're next to San Mateo County, those neighborhoods, there are plenty of single-family homes. And actually, that is the bulk of the inventory on the south side of the city. It's mostly residential single-family homes. Right. And you can find homes for under a million. They're not going to be glamorous 5,000-square-foot mansions, but they're starter homes in what was traditionally very, you know, blue-collar neighborhoods. Right. And then on the other, you know, on the, the flip side where the we have more inventory in the higher end, those tend to be more condos because you're closer to the city center where there's just, you know, that's what there's more of condos and because there's less space. Do you think, um, Julie, do you think in the condo market in in uh, the city center, do you think that it's mostly investor driven? Is all this um, uh, single family owner occupied stuff? There are a lot of investors. In fact, I'm working with a handful right now. There's right. still you know, Pacific Rim money coming in right? because they're looking for safe places to park their money. Uh-huh. Um, so they tend to want things that can be rented and, and you know, so that would be more towards the city center or financial district or even south of market where there's lots of condos. It's easy access to Silicon Valley. Um, a lot of investors probably focus more on that than they do, or, you know, maybe multi-unit buildings, but they don't really look at the single-family homes. The single-family home market is driven by mostly people that live here, you know, people that are starting families that need more space and they need to get out of their two-bedroom right. apartment. Sure. Um, things like that. So it's there's many different market segments, and each one kind of has its own pace. Give us an idea of what kind of inventory overall there are in the city. I mean, is is the inventory up? You say that it was flattening on the inner city just because Mm -hmm. a lot of people used to want to live there because now they don't think they can afford it, so they're pushing out towards a little further away. Um, Yeah. Well, I think prices are flattening because there's an increase in new construction. Oh, that's good. Right. the, The new construction tends to be a little bit more pricey and... So that market is flattening a bit in terms of pricing, and that's where we're seeing you can kind of get more deals on things. However, you know, because it's new construction and it really costs developers a fortune to build them, yep. they're not, you're not going to get a bargain there. What you can get are certain incentives. Maybe, you know, they'll throw in packages for appliances, things like that. Um, the, You know, San Francisco... It's always the more inventory in the condo market than the single-family home market just right. because of supply and demand and, and space. So the single-family home market is really always going to be competitive 
no matter what. I mean, even in the super, super, super high end, it's still quite competitive because there just aren't a lot of them. And Julie, do you think being this close to the election that the actual market has slowed down as a result of that? It, I, I'm, I'm positive it has. I don't know if anyone has is tracking that. Right. But this, this same thing happened when Obama was first elected. Okay. And of course, the market was volatile back then. Right. In addition to it being an election year, but I, I actually remember distinctly, and I've been talking to my clients about this, and I said people are holding back. Right. Because it's it's an election year, and that tends to happen. However, this is such a it's such a weird election yes, it that is. I don't know if it's having that much of an effect. But it's still like, oh, let's wait after the election and see what happens with interest rates or this or that or whoever gets into the White House and what they're going to change and this and that. I don't think as much of that is happening. But it's definitely it's just more of a mental thing where this big thing is looming over and we're wondering what's going to happen. So there's, you know, between that and just the general... It's that time of the year where things will start to slow down, right. probably shortly after Halloween. Right. Then, you know, which is also, this is when I tell my, my buyers, like, this is the best time to come out. And, you know, it's less competitive. That's what I'm telling people. Are, yep. Same thing. Interest rates are still low. You know, it's a good time to get into something and maybe be able to negotiate on price. I mean, I've done it many of the last few transactions I've had. We've negotiated on price. And, you know, so some sellers are still like, oh, you know, they haven't been able to, like, kind of come down and swallow the fact that they're not going to get last year's prices. But that is the reality. That is the reality. Okay. Hey, Julie, can you shout out your telephone number so people here in um, the listening audience can know who to contact if they've got interest up in the Bay Area? Absolutely. 415-823-0824. Okay, this has been uh, Julie Peisner from Paragon Real Estate, and uh, she's been on the show many times to give us the update from the Bay Area, and we really appreciate both the information and also the contact up there. Um, uh, Julie, thanks very much once again for coming on the show. Thank you. Okay, and I'm Jeff Barton, your voice in the mortgage industry. We'll be right back. You're listening to The Mortgage Voice with Jeff Barton. We'll be right back with more in just a moment. For questions or comments, send emails to info at malibufunding.net. Now, back to The Mortgage Voice with your host, Jeff Barton. Welcome back, everybody. I am Jeff Barton, your voice in the mortgage industry. 888-713-2929 is the telephone number. Pick up the phone give us a call. The reason you want to give us a call is because you probably don't know as much about mortgages as we do. And I don't mean to sound arrogant, but we've been doing it a long time, helping families get into houses, being able to afford houses, and in some cases dissuading them because, you know what, they just can't afford it. We're out here to try to help people maintain uh, both the ownership in their house and being able to pay their mortgage. Uh, There's nothing like being able to do that on a consistent basis year after year. And then, like me, and at 62 years old, I'm about ready to pay off my 30-year mortgage. So you can get there, and we're going to try to help you do that. Uh, We always bring great people on the show to be able to talk to you about real estate markets. We just had Julie Peisner from the Bay Area talk about what's going on up there with both prices, inventory, and uh, the best way and best time to get into that property now. Uh, From uh, Los Angeles in the Valley and also in the uh, Santa Clarita area is uh, another terrific real estate agent from Bridgeport Real Estate, Mike Cherney. Mike, how are you today? 
Uh, doing great, Jeff, and yourself? I'm just fantastic. Okay, uh, so we're going to have a bit of a juxtaposition from the most expensive real estate in the country in the San Francisco Bay Area down to you in Santa Clarita uh, and in the Valley. Uh, tell us what's happening there and, uh, you know, uh, what's going on in real estate overall in your business. Well, you know, with lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Uh, nationwide, you know, there's still some stigma as far as, you know, the National Association of Realtors saying that, the, you know, home sales are down somewhat. Yep. Uh, but as far as the, the uh, San Fernando Valley and the Santa Clarita Valley especially, uh, you know, sales are up. Uh, the only downside is that there is a shortage of inventory. Right, of so, course. You know, whatever's on the market right now, as long as it's priced right, it's flying off the shelves. Right. Um, but, you know, you there's still that huge shortage of inventory. And then, you know, right now with the elections coming up, you know, people are just waiting to see what happens with the interest rates before, uh, you know, before they take that step or, you know, if they can't find that home of their dreams. Um, but, you know, it's still a great time to buy right now. Well, I think so, too. Do you think that the, the election, and I just asked this to Julie, too, and let me ask it of you. Do you think that the actual election, the election for the president or for our local uh, leaders here in California, you think it's stopping people from going out there and looking at houses and buying now? I don't think it's stopping them. I, I think it's giving them a moment to pause, not because of the election itself, but just the realization that, uh, you know, the interest rates do fluctuate depending on elections. Yep. And I think, you know, based on what I've been told from all my connections in the mortgage industry, that everyone's just really waiting to see what happens with the rates before, uh, you know, pulling the trigger on uh, making that purchase. Listening to KCAA Loma Linda at 106.5 FM, K293CF Moreno Valley. Uh, I think another part of it, too, though, is that. You know, you got one hand where the rates are so low right now. I mean, yep. you're still in the low threes on an FHA, which is a fabulous yep. rate to buy. Fabulous. Uh, yep, I agree. But, you know, so that's kind of driving people of, hey, you know what, they want to take advantage of that great mortgage rate and get into a, uh, a new home or upgrade into a larger home. Uh, but I think that the shortage of, it, uh, shortage of inventory is just kind of forcing people to really have to uh, make a choice as far as, if they can't find that perfect home of their dreams, are they willing to settle for something that maybe meets 80% of, of their criteria, or are they waiting to hold out and see what comes along next? Do you think the affordability in the areas that we're talking about, and this is, of course, the San Fernando Valley and uh, Los Angeles as well as the Santa Clarita Valley, uh, do you think the affordability for these properties is higher or um, lower than it has been in the last three or four years? Well, I know in the Santa Clarita Valley uh, and 
also for most parts of San Fernando Valley. I think the affordability has uh, kind of stayed the same, maybe even gone down a little bit because the home prices are continuing to rise. Right, of course. Um, you know, you're talking at least for the Santa Clarita Valley, your average single-family residence for you know your average uh, family of three or four, you're talking upwards of five hundred thousand uh, on a home. Oh yeah, that's a big number. Yep. I mean, you know, 15 years ago, you could gotten that same home for 250000 Right, same home. And what what's the square footage? About 2,000 square foot for something like that or bigger? Yeah, you're talking about 2,000 to, two, uh, to 2,200 square feet, uh, three to four bedrooms, right. two to three baths. Um, you know, and then uh, I know we've brought this up in the past before, but, you know, with new home sales being, especially in the L.A. Uh, metro market, Yep. So with new home sales, the builders slapping the Melarus onto the tax base. Yeah. You know, a lot of a lot of potential home buyers are looking at the resale market simply because they don't want to pay a tax base of upwards of 2.7 percent. Yeah. What is that? Explain that a little bit to our listening audience. It it is a consideration, especially in this area when you're purchasing. Oh, no problem. Um, yeah. Everyone hears this term Melarus, and you know, what is it? Oh, it just makes the home more expensive. What it is is when a builder gets permission to develop an area and put in, let's say, you know, 500 homes in a new track, you know, they're going to get their zoning permissions and uh, everything approved by the city or the uh, local entity that's approving it. And in exchange for developing the area, the local entity is basically saying, hey, look, you're going to, we'll let you build this up, but you're going to pay for sidewalks, sewers, schools, parks, fire stations, all this stuff that we want. What the builders do is rather than paying it out of their proceeds, they take out bond initiatives to pay for all this and then put that on the tax base of the homeowner. So when you look under your tax bill, you'll see special assessments and it'll list, you know, uh, bond initiative XYZ with a total of, you know, uh, whatever the payment is for that year. Right. And those are anywhere from 20 to 40 year bonds. So you could, you're uh, tacking on an extra anywhere from half a percent to a full percent on your tax uh, base, your annual property taxes so instead of paying one and a quarter percent you could be upwards of 2.7 right and that is a huge chunk of money especially when you're talking about a five to six hundred thousand dollar home that's an extra upwards of five hundred dollars a month that you could put towards a mortgage yeah that's a big number and and people find out about that when in contract or or if they have a good agent they find out about about it at the showings well if you have a good agent that knows the area you're working in uh, they will know which developments have the mellow roos. They'll know which resales still have mellow roos. Uh, but typically, if you're not, if your agent doesn't know that area, if, you know, for let's say if you're working with your cousin who has right. a license <laughs> and works out of Pasadena, right. and you're trying to, they're doing the transaction for you in Santa Clarita, they're not going to know the mellow roos areas. Yeah. Hey, Mike, uh, so shout out to... your phone number. We have for people who are listening right now and who who love the area, which I do too, and who may be looking for an agent. Uh, if you could do that, that'd be great. Yeah. Anyone looking for a home in the Santa Clarita area or the San Fernando Valley, feel free to give me a call. I'll be more than happy to help you out. You can reach me on my cell phone, 805-857-6185. Okay. Thank you. And also, uh, just to let people know, uh, you also have recently purchased a home, uh, started a family. Uh, what's the experience like, and what are some of the long-term goals that uh, have changed since you've uh, obviously gotten married, bought a house, and uh, uh, had a baby? Yeah, uh, great question, because that's a definitely a consideration for a lot of uh, home buyers. 
Uh, obviously, I'm not a first-time home buyer, and obviously, I'm familiar with the business and the transactions. Sure. Um, but for a new buyer or a buyer that's looking to purchase for their family, uh, new families, it's a world of difference because now instead of just looking at you know location, 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 or the uh, investment aspect, now I'm looking at uh, you know the the area, the schools, the parks, um, you know things that really come to mind when you're a parent and now you're uh, concerned about the the life quality of your child children as right. well as yourself. Um, you know, and if you're a first-time home buyer, it can be a very confusing and stressful process. But if you've got a great agent that knows what they're doing, they'll walk you through the process and make it as painless as possible, and they will be there to answer any questions you have. Yeah, I think also in having the experience of having children about looking for the same things that somebody who's looking for a home in that area has really gives you an insight as to what's, you know, like you said, what are the fear uh, what is the fear of some of these buyers? And you you know because you've been there, done that. Right, absolutely. Okay, very good. Hey, Mike, I really appreciate you coming on the show once again, uh, giving us some in, enlightening uh, information about what's going on in uh, Santa Clarita Valley. Certainly that's a terrific area. I love it up there. Uh, I went to the Newhall uh, Gun Club not long ago, uh, did some skeet shooting. It was just terrific. Loved it. Oh, yeah, it's a fabulous club. It's a great city. And, uh, you know, if, if anyone hasn't looked into moving into Awesome Town, right. you know, uh, <laughs> definitely give it a uh, consideration. You know, we're ranked uh, among the best in the nation as far as uh, safest cities and best uh, cities for developing families. Thanks very much, Mike. And, again, appreciate you coming on the show. Well, thanks for having me, Jeff. Take care. No problem. And I'm Jeff Barton, your voice in the mortgage industry. We'll be right back. You're listening to The Mortgage Voice with Jeff Barton. We'll be right back with more in just a moment. For more information on today's topic, email Jeff Barton at info at malibufunding.net. Now, back to The Mortgage Voice with your host, Jeff Barton. Welcome back, everybody. I am Jeff Barton, your voice in the mortgage industry. Telephone number is 888-713-2929. I want you to pick up the phone and give us a call. Great show today so far. We've had some interesting guests from San Francisco and also the... Uh, Santa Clarita Valley areas, uh, talking about what's going on in those particular areas, how real estate is selling, what mortgage rates may or may not be, the election, all kinds of interesting and fascinating things to me because all of it affects your mood and how you feel about real estate and whether you want to purchase or not purchase is not always uh, based on need or investment strategy. Sometimes it's based on the, how you feel about um, uh, the country, how you feel the direction it's going, whether you're optimistic or whether you're pessimistic. There is a study that comes out every month, and it measures the uh, optimism of the country in terms of numbers. I think we hit 63 last month, which is down a couple, three points from uh, the previous number of optimism versus pessimism. And um, based on this year's election, I'm surprised it's not zero. We've had nothing but uh, animosity f coming out of both sides. Uh, and obviously that's not good for me because uh, I'm trying to sell mortgages and sell stability, and all I get is a lot of grief from both the Democrats and the Republicans as to what's happening out there in the marketplace uh, because they can't seem to agree on anything, although I think both Hillary Clinton and Donald Trump are, uh, agree on probably 80 to 90% of what they do. It's just the other 10% which gets into uh, everybody's head and there's all kinds of animosity both online uh, which is what I wanted to talk about today and offline uh, with us today and we do an entrepreneurial uh, part of the program where we try to bring on 
to the show people who have uh, ventured out into this strange and wondrous marketplace and and try to uh, stake a claim as to what they're doing and how they're doing it and and uh, with us today and we've had him on the show once before is anthony garibay from new century edge anthony how are you I'm doing great, Jeff. Thank you. How are you? I'm very good. And uh, why I brought up the online uh, uh, possibilities to what is out there, both in the marketplace and how people react to the election in the marketplace. Uh, Anthony does some uh, interesting work uh, in Facebook. And also for us, he does a little bit of LinkedIn um, in terms of how you market to those groups in that space. And I want you to explain a little bit about what you do for our audience so they can understand both uh, an entrepreneurial spirit and also how someone gets into the market like that. Uh, give, us, give us a brief oversight of, of what that is, if you wouldn't mind. Sure. Well, as far as my venturing into entrepreneurism, um, it happened when I was about 20 years old. I'm 42 now, and I was introduced to network marketing. So that was my first venture into any type of uh, business, if you will. I uh-huh. owned a recording studio. So I've always been an entrepreneur. I've always uh, had dreams and aspirations of, you know, just having my own business, having the freedom, and, um, you know, just, just being able to do the things that I love, uh, which brings me to, um, I don't know if you, I'm sure you remember MySpace. Of course. <laughs> um, yeah, so that's where my <clears throat> online venture really began. Before MySpace, I didn't really know how to use a computer too much. Got on MySpace and learned all kinds of stuff. Right. It was really awesome. So in the in the transition from uh, when you got uh, the recording studio, then you jumped into MySpace. Um, what, what did you learn from MySpace, which obviously led you into going into some of the uh, new online social media platforms? Sure, networking. That that was the big thing. Um, when I was on MySpace, I was networking. I was using it to draw traffic to my um recording studio uh, my ex-wife was a realtor i was drawing traffic to her page and then i was also drawing traffic to my recording studio as well and i just learned that you can <clears throat> with a proper system you know of course you can really reach out to a lot of people and it can be very effective okay so when you reach out now in the old days there used to be what they called hard sell and you used to be able to paint people into a corner uh, by a series of yes no answers so at the end what you would get was an answer yes to what you were trying to sell now I don't know whether that motivated uh, people to actually sell but people feel guilty and when they feel guilty they usually do decisions that aren't necessarily the best for them we don't do that anymore explain a little bit about how you reach your customers Sure. Well, I reach out to people. I'll use my client's page, for instance. I have a few realtors as clients, and I add people that are in their area, uh, whatever their target market is, whatever their uh, farm area is. So I'll add people in that area. Um, I'll maybe try to get into some, uh, uh, like, groups, like entrepreneurial groups, government groups, uh, Mm -hmm. people that are, you know, involved with the uh, local city and stuff like that. We'll add those people to their pages. And then we have a system where we thank them for accepting their friend request, and then we reach out to them with just information that is valuable to them without being salesy, without saying, hey, can you use my services, or hey, buy this or buy that. We just add value. We just um, give them things with value to whatever it is that we're um, trying to you know, expose to them. Okay, and when you talk about value, so you reach out to these people and you have a real estate or a mortgage broker as a as a client who you're trying to obviously 
get information about those people uh, the people who you're reaching out to, what do they consider valuable as, as you know, what you provide to them? Or is this a, an educated guess or is this more uh, based on your experience? H- how do you do that? Sure, Jeff. Uh, basically, if I'm on a realtor's page, basically what I'll do is after a, a few weeks after I add the person and send them, send them the thank you, then I'll send them a maybe a uh, quick update about the market in their area from Wall Street Journal, Forbes, you know, Mortgage News Daily, and I'll personalize it to that realtor's name, and I'll inbox it to the people, I'll personalize it to the, you know, to the uh, person's name. The recipient, sure. Right, and and they're always very thankful and grateful, hey, I appreciate it, that's good information, you know, and um, some people are like, hey, uh, my son is getting married in February, he's going to want to buy a home, you know, how could I go about that, or we're tired of renting, or what have you, so, you know, already people, I think, adding you, into their network, it already there's there's an amount of they're like okay, I'm gonna put my guard down and see what this guy's about. So you already kind of broke the, you broke know, the, the ice. barrier. Sure. You know, yeah. So you've written a little rapport, and then with all the posts that I put, they're always positive. They're always, you know, motivational, inspirational posts. So when people go to my page or to the my client's page, they see, you know, they they want to keep them as a friend because it's always positive. It's always inspirational. Yeah, I agree with that. And uh, since uh, you've been doing some work for uh, Malibu Funding, we we find the same thing. We get people who absolutely like the inspirational and not necessarily the preachy, but something that would make them feel better than they did when they first read the note. So that's really um, a good way to go about it, because leaving people feeling good about whatever you're sending or whatever they see on Facebook. And as you know, Facebook, you spend four seconds or less on every post unless you really want to take a look at it. So you can glance through a hundred of them in less than five minutes. Sure. Yeah. And people, you know, for the most part, people love motivational, inspirational. I think in sales and network marketing and, you know, real estate, we have kind of a culture around us where it's, you know, always reading books and self-growth, hopefully, you know, for most people. And I think the average person out there working a nine to five, who's just kind of driving in traffic back and forth every day, they don't really get to see that, um, you know, that that kind of thinking or that kind of inspiration every day. So it's good to add people from the local communities and, and, and to add that to their lives, you know, to add value. I agree. Um, we used to say in sales it takes seven no's to a yes. In in the uh, uh, area that you're dealing with and trying to reach people through this method, breaking down the barrier or the wall or reaching uh, a bit of a trust, how – what what do you have a formula or is it just by feel when you're trying to establish that trust with customers? You know, I, I have a, a basic system. You know, before I start adding people to my client's page, I'll go to my client's page and I'll post some, you know, maybe like a cute dog running or riding, you know, that cool dog that rides a skateboard, you know, right. and you know, just say, hey, just we're, we're rolling through the week, you know, keep keep the, <laughs> awesome. you know, keep up the good work yeah. or what have you. Yeah. And then when we add people, they see that and then they kind of hey, this guy, you know, this is motivational, this is cool, this is cute, right. and, you know, they'll, they'll want to add. And then we just go about the system, and it's it's always different, but most for the most part, I would say 97% of the people stay friends, you know, with my client, and they usually interact with the posts and like on them and, and comment. So we're building rapport. Okay, very good. Could you shout out your uh, telephone number and maybe give an address of where someone might be able to reach you if they wanted to uh, reach out and find out more about your services? Sure. Thank you. Yeah, my 
Uh, name of my company is New Century Edge, just how it's spelled, New Century Edge. So you can go uh, Google New Century Edge or you can go to newcenturyedge.com. Uh, you could give me a call. My number is 909-552-3027. Thank you very much. I always uh, enjoy having people like yourself on the show. It's an unusual um, business, but I think also you, you're on to something. And so I really, once again, Anthony, thanks for coming on the show. It's an honor, Jeff. I thank you so much. And thank you very much. And I'm Jeff Barton, your voice in the mortgage industry. We'll be right back. You're listening to The Mortgage Voice with Jeff Barton. We'll be right back with more in just a moment. For questions or comments, send emails to info at malibufunding.net. Now, back to The Mortgage Voice with your host, Jeff Barton. Welcome back, everybody. I am Jeff Barton, your voice in the mortgage industry. 888-713-2929 is the telephone number. Pick up the phone and give us a call. We are talking mortgages today. Also, we've been talking to our friends up in San Francisco and certainly in the local area, Santa Clarita in the Valley, about real estate, about where real estate prices are heading, uh, whether we're in an optimistic or a pessimistic market, how the election is affecting your mortgage rates and programs which are out there in the marketplace. If you want to see us on Facebook, uh, we just had a great guy on the show, Anthony Garaby, who was talking about how he markets for you through Facebook in a very gentle, easygoing way. No hard sell here was kind of his uh, mantra, and I 100% agree with him. Anyway, the Facebook for Malibu Funding, if you go to Facebook, type in Home Loans colon Malibu Funding, and we pop right up. We get uh, probably 10 to 15 different requests of information a week through our Facebook page, as well as our online presence, www.malibufunding.net and uh, a number of other different ways that you can get a hold of us. We're certainly on the radio. We're certainly on Twitter. It's at Jeff6493. Barton Blog is the daily blog that I write for myself and uh, those people out there who want to know a little bit more about me and the company personally. But with us today, once again, from Homebridge is uh, Kim Soash, talking a little bit about programs, different opportunities for you to get a loan through Homebridge Mortgage. Kim, how are you? I'm great. Thank you for having me, Jeff. Oh, no. Thank you for being on. I ran out of steam a little bit there because I was doing a bit of a uh, soliloquy. Sorry about that. I am (laughs) excited. No, I'm excited to have you on the show. You always bring with us a sense of great uh, information about what uh, Homebridge can do. Uh, Tell us a little bit about what Homebridge does and uh, maybe highlight one of the uh, programs that you're uh, excited about. Well, I'm uh, happy to say that Homebridge is uh, a got a wide variety of products that they offer besides being very competitive uh, price-wise and all of the uh, products that people are most familiar with the uh, Fannie, Freddie, Conforming and High Balance. Uh, we have a nice variety of jumbo loans. We offer uh, government financing for FHA, VA, USDA. Um, also offer um, renovation opportunities for FHA uh, 203K, both standard and limited, uh, meaning a, uh, a renovation loan that was $15,000 or less or one that was greater than $15,000. And then uh, Fannie Mae also has their uh, version of a uh, renovation loan called Homestyle Renovation, and uh, we offer that as well. And that's um, not as widely uh, available with other lenders, so I'm proud to kind of have that yep. in, our, uh, in our offering. Well, you know, um, probably you, one of them. Oh, part, go ahead. No, no, I was saying you have a history of knowledge in uh, DPA programs as well as uh, this particular type of program. So obviously your particular knowledge is more valuable. And, and it's good that you're saying that because a lot of people don't realize that that particular product is not offered by everybody. Can you give us some of the highlights of it? 
Uh, well, this is not um, a down. This is a renovation loan. Oh, um, I, know. I think people might be familiar with uh, renovation financing with uh, FHA. That always has to be owner occupied. Um, there are some limitations. Uh, it's not a luxury type of renovation, uh, FHA. It's more of a necessity sort of thing. Get the house habitable and and back in good shape and good order. Where the home style renovation is really just a Fannie Mae with a construction writer. So the uh, Fannie Mae loan can be. Uh, it follows the exact same guidelines, matrix, credit score requirements. That ratio is exactly the same as regular Fannie, but it's uh, but it's a renovation loan with a construction rider. So it would do uh, owner-occupied um, units, you know, two to four units, uh, second home, non-owner-occupied, um, everything the same. Uh, it's you would take a property and it would be uh, looking if it was a purchase. It would um, the the loan amount would be based on the property's future value, not its current value. So if you're, you know, kind of getting a fixer-upper and its current value is uh, 400000 but its future value would be six twenty-five, dollars um, then that's the loan amount is going to be, you know, 5% of, uh, of the six twenty-five amount because, you 5% know, 5% less, uh, right? Correct. Right, yeah. okay. So you're, renting, you're loaning up to 95% on that property's future value. Correct. And it will allow uh, luxury items. So you could put a pool in, you could build an outdoor kitchen, you could, the borrower may want all, you know, luxury Viking appliances. Uh, it, they, you know, it, it has, uh, doesn't have the same uh, restrictions that uh, FHA would have, um, and certainly FHA wouldn't let you do non-owner occupied. Right. Okay. Oh, that's interesting. No, and, you know, for years, the Homestyle program, I did not realize it was this, it was basically in uh, competition with the uh, 203K, right? Except it's a little bit better product. It's a little bit better product. It doesn't have the upfront MIP. You know, right. it's not limited to to uh, to uh, owner occupied. And um, I think the biggest, the nicest feature is it's it's just really it's just, it's Fanny with a construction rider. It's not uh, limited to uh, borrowers can do uh, luxury items. Two hundred three K would let you fix a pool. Two hundred three K wouldn't let you build a pool. Okay. Well, that's that's very good. You also have another program that we were talking about off air. Uh, bank statement. I, yeah, I, you know, I'm not sure if it's healthy for our industry to dive back into uh, complete no-doc products like we had right. in the old days. But um, but I think that the lending industry uh, definitely recognizes that there are borrowers whose tax returns don't reflect uh, their income, you know, accurately, and uh, and that there's still strong borrowers out there whose tax returns, you know, um, wouldn't look like they wouldn't support that. So we have a product called Expanded Plus, uh, and it allows borrowers to qualify. Uh, with 12 months or 24 months bank statements if they're uh, self-employed. So uh, gives us an opportunity to just look at income based on uh, deposit. Okay, so uh, basically when you're calculating the ability to repay, is this a QM or a non-QM type loan? This is a non-QM loan. Okay. So um, uh, it may be jargon, you know, for some listeners. Uh-huh. Uh, but it's a uh, it's a borrower paid compensation loan. So uh, the compensation would it it doesn't have a lender compensation option. Of course. Um, it's a non-QM loan. It's a five-one arm based on the LIBOR, um, and it's it's a pretty it's a pretty flexible program. It, it doesn't need a giant credit score. It can do 680 credit, 80% LTV on a purchase or rate and term refi owner occupied up to a million. So 80% to a million with 24 months bank statements is, uh, you know, gives people a lot of options. 
What what is the um, FICO score requirement, and maybe what are the rates range to? Well, the um, the FICO the minimum FICO requirement is six sixty six sixty zero. That would only go seventy percent LTV though. Um, So six sixty to six seventy nine would get seventy percent to a million. Six eighty would get you eighty percent to a million, and the credit. Or the uh, the interest rate is um, it's going to start at five and a quarter at par, and all of the pricing adjustments are to the rate. But pricing adjustments can infe- affect the rate negatively or affect it positively. So if you're doing 24 months bank statements to qualify and you're starting at five and a quarter, you have a quarter add to the rate for using bank statement qualification. So now you're at five and a half. If I the s- borrower has you know, seven, you know, 80 of great credit, there's a half a point improvement to the rate. And so now the rate's 5%. So depending on their credit scenario, um, you know, the rate can fluctuate. Okay. Well, this is a pretty good program. Both these programs seem to be a little bit outside of the box, a little bit outside of what you would normally find from a traditional lender like Homebridge has been over the years. Pressure on um, lenders to create new programs is how high? Oh, I think it's very high, and mm-hmm. I think that uh, lenders are cautious to be introducing things that are too wacky. Right. But, um, again, we recognize there's, we're, we're missing a, a population of borrowers that are very strong borrowers, and their, you know, their tax returns might not necessarily reflect that. Um, also, in, our, in the Jumbo arena, we, we introduced a product this year called Jumbo Flex, okay. which allows borrowers to do a 90% LTV to a million. And so that... You know, typically jumbo loans have uh, had had lower LTV uh, ceilings. Um, but that you know, there seems to be a loosening in this area. Hey, uh, quick question: election. Do you think it's affecting mortgage rates? Well, I think that the mortgage rates we're probably going to not see, you know see, see the mortgage rate stay pretty uh, stable until after. I don't think we're going to see a rise in the November meeting when the Fed's. Right, I agree. Uh, but the, but probably after December. But even after December, if we have a slight increase, uh, it, all of the reports seem to indicate that um, even an increase is going to be low, and they expect there to be low fluctuation between, uh, you know, to stay in a narrow range for for some time. So what do you think? think Half point, quarter point, in the um, uh, Fed. I, well, they're saying I think that we would still stay below four. So if oh, I see. Okay. Maybe a quarter to you know three eighths possibly. I, yep. I don't have a crystal ball for it, but that seems to be what the experts think. Kim, thank you very much for coming on the show. This has been Kim Soash from Homebridge uh, Mortgage, and I really appreciate you once again bringing some terrific information to people about the programs uh, you guys are offering. Thank you for having me, Jeff. It's always a pleasure. Thank you, Kim. Thank you very much. And I'm Jeff Barton, your voice in the mortgage industry. We'll see you next time. You're listening to The Mortgage Voice with Jeff Barton. For more on today's topic, visit www.malibufunding.net. listening to KCAA Loma Linda California
best station in the nation.